What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! Puerto Rican or Haitian Name is Five Dog from the Zulu Nation Told you in the jam that we could get down Now let's knock the boots like the group H-Town Hello everybody and welcome to another installment of the TPF Sports Podcast do, 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 do. And we're back and we're back And we're back And we are back We're back, both of us uh, Back from our little tour we did with Tropidelic and them, and uh, Term was in Florida for a little bit. We were off for Thanksgiving. Hope everybody had a fine holiday. Yes. And we back and we back. Yes, gobble, gobble. I hope nobody blew their heads off this year <laughs> for your Thanksgiving. That was that Thanksgiving? Yeah. That, that was the Thanksgiving was trip last year? One year ago year? yesterday. Uh, on a night just like tonight. <laughs> um, and when they pulled doing? Richard's body <laughs> <laughs> from the front lawn, it looked something like this. Ooh! Um, <laughs> we should mention real quick, um, right off top, we're going to be in the Pacific Northwest very soon, December 7th, 9th, and 10th. Um, we're going to be in Portland on the 7th, Vancouver on the 9th, and Seattle on the 10th. Uh, grab your tickets now, palmersquares.com. And uh, there was a venue change in Vancouver. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys ready for this? <laughs> you strap in. Uh, nothing's different. Same ticket link. If you had tickets previously, they will be honored. You it don't have to do anything. Honorable. Just make sure you go to the right spot. Same it's, same street. Also, we got a lot of Green. feedback. Handful of comments. First from Dro, our, our Canadian resident chief right. of information there, and yes. uh, he was like, as soon as we, I guess we weren't publicizing the first venue enough or Gucci whatever. Flip flop merchant extraordinaire. <laughs> um, we we had to. For whatever, it doesn't matter why, but we have a a better situation now, and apparently, this venue looks the, pretty sweet. The guy from the old venue apparently is real a, piece of crap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna just skip past that part, but no, I want let I want to let people know um, uh, these unsubstantiated <laughs> claims about a person I've never met. <laughs> um, Vancouver is he's now a thief. He's at, a crook at the Waldorf. Um, Waldorf, better name. I like it more. Sounds fancier. Yeah, which makes me think it's a worse place for a squares show. But wait. Um, isn't there like a, isn't the Waldorf Astoria? Waldorf, you don't have to say like a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing the Astoria, now we're playing the Waldorf. You, that's an interesting. Isn't the Waldorf Astoria a place? Side research. What? Uh, I think you're right. I've heard of that, but um, it's it, like a fancy hotel. It's like the Ritz. Um, it was at the Astoria. I wouldn't know because I'm an IHG Platinum Elite member. Uh, and now it's at the Waldorf. So just go. Make sure you're at the fucking Waldorf. All right, on December 9th. That's all you need to know. Nothing changed about the prices or the link or nothing. So yeah. just don't go to the old spot. Come to the new spot. The show's still happening. The show must go on. No matter what bum-ridden Skid Row Street it takes place on, we will be there. Um, yeah, a, a few people, starting with Dro, reached out to let us know when we announced the venue change. Like, oh, shit, you know, that's that street in Vancouver is like one of the worst streets in North America. It's just like... Yeah. Si like it's, it's not like... Skid Row of Canada. That's what Google says. Um, it's, it's also not like... Uh, unlike a lot of cities we play... Like last time we were in San Francisco, Bumville. Yeah. Austin, sometimes. Bums. They're kind of hidden under the bridge, but like homelessness is a major problem uh, yeah. in many countries. So, a lot of crack smoking bums. Yeah. Uh, 
but at, at nobody bomb nobody skid row no. <laughs> where are you going with this i don't know skid mark <laughs> anus you know that reminds me we're not farting enough i'm not even touching the fart machine in weeks yeah and i feel like the show's been lacking we My didn't bring this on the road for episode 300 whoopee <laughs> in ages so we will be farting more this episode we need to keep it og and like Kick uh, it old school i don't know a bunch of people like doing uh, heroin on the sidewalk sounds it's, fun it's not as bad as like a i don't know like playing a show on oblock or something of course I, i'm not as fearful for my life you might see a dead body but it's not because there's like someone killing someone so they're killing themselves exactly with heroin with yeah. fentanyl so we'll be fine no they uh, the first venue was on the same street was my point i took street. forever to get to um yeah. but we announced the venue change and everyone's like oh watch out it's like we moved from hastings street to Hastings Street. Street. We're we're still on it. And what I've heard, at least from the the team putting our show together, that it's a it's a better area of Hastings. So uh, I think it'll be fine. <laughs> to the four people, five people who were concerned about uh, to the four the or five people that will show up, it'll be good. Listen, Vancouver, you're basically an extension of like the Pacific Northwest in the states, and it's a disaster societally. Yeah. So you're part of that, and we know what we're getting ourselves into. Yeah, I like that they're <laughs> keeping up with the trend. Yeah. of garbage and. Heroin. I just watched, um, and I've never watched uh, an Andrew Callahan thing besides that HBO hog dripping special we uh-huh. watched. Um, <laughs> whatever uh, this that was. place rules. Yeah, um, but YouTube hog algorithm. <laughs> I, I still say it. <laughs> that guy is so funny. <laughs> he really tried to get that off. Really the thought he had something there. <laughs> um, but I saw he put up a thing uh, in San Francisco, and I just I was between <laughs> shit I cared about watching, and I was like, let me throw this on, and I had just yeah watched that, and then um, it sounds like the. The area, or at least part of the area in Vancouver, similar, similar to that. It's it's like a, a spot where we might not just bring our gear into the venue to perform. Like we'll bring our clothes can we and park, our phone chargers. Can we and- park our car in the green room? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, we we were telling uh, we were talking to Joe about. Usually we rent a car. I'm I'm all about not getting insurance. Yeah, I know how to drive. Yeah, I'll I'll not crash. Um, and uh, a testament to terms driving, by the way, where it's like you drive a lot of our tours, the majority of the driving on, on our road shows. You uh-huh. like to drive, so I don't really push back a lot. If it you need, pleases me. If you need to tag me in, I'm good. But um, hey, I'm all for it. You drive away. And we haven't even had uh, like a, you know, a side swiping and Nothing. Like pulled over. And Not like since maybe the no a, where's the wood state. to knock on? Right. It's uh, It's been... It's been a while. Like we've driven a lot of places together. We've certainly been in like little accidents and stuff, but not even on the road. The one time we were on the road, no fault state, uh, Kansas. Lady sideswiped us. All sure her, her fault. Fucking, All her fault. And our retard old manager was driving. Not dumbass. Real piece of crap. And we returned that car, and they never said anything. Yeah, we, we did switch up. Yeah, we swapped it at a different location because something should have swapped the manager on that same <laughs> run. <laughs> Can we please? <laughs> uh, I don't remember why we swapped it. Um, but we had to stop at a different location, different state. I think there was more things than that. I think there was like something it, wrong. It had a, a, a crack developing and spreading across the windshield, too. Okay. There was some other shit going on. Um, but yeah, they, they didn't say anything. Yeah, those were the days. Actually, this last trip we were on, we parked way too close to Quasi Kings' trailer. Right. And we had one of those minivans where you click a button and it op- I hate that, that it opens the door. And it- I know how to open a fucking minivan door. I don't need a robot to do this for me. Yeah. And I clicked it. And we were too close to their trailer. You're too close, man. And the side of our door like skid against uh, the side of their trailer. Was there damage on the rental? A small, like two little scratches at the bottom of the door, but got away with it scot free. Scot free. Oh yeah. 
Um, so speaking of our, I guess we didn't talk about the Atlanta show and the Murfreesboro show. A lot of fun. Got the drunkest I got the whole tour in Atlanta on accident. Mm-hmm. Didn't really uh, realize how drunk I was. You slid on your belly across the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first time we were played, a sh- it, like we had deja vu when we walked in the venue. Like, like, We've been here place? before. And yeah, when the first show, I don't know, it's got to be like 2015, 2016. The 20 first, years ago. First Atlanta show we ever played. Yeah, the bar shut down. We're packing up and the staff just was having a gay old time. Mm-hmm. They were having fun. They were spraying the seltzer gun all over the fucking the bar top. And a guy took, st- the bartender took his shirt off and started doing like slip and slides across the bar. Yeah. And I was like, this place kicks ass. It was, it was wild. Uh, so we were back there with Trop and I got really fucking drunk afterwards off uh Yuri's goddamn bottle of whiskey. Didn't Yuri need, didn't need any of that. Shout out Yuri. Shout out crying Niles with Yuri, which isn't his, his name. name. I already forgot his real name, but um, he's just Niles. The other guy's name? No clue. I don't know these <laughs> Yuri people. and Niles. What's up? <laughs> Two dudes who don't exist. We'll call you whatever we want. I know that this is their like uh, social media handles, right? Um, and so yeah, Yuri, uh, he hit me up and basically said like, oh, I can't, I can't swing a ticket. You know, I wish I could make the drive. It's an out, whatever. And I was like, I don't know anyone in Atlanta. I'll just, I'll just put you. That'll happen sometimes. Yeah. If easy, somebody easy. sends a thing and it's like, man, I wish I could make the show. Just can't buy a $25 ticket today I'll be like you're on the guest list what's your fucking name I get a spot Yuri you're in um, yeah if I, it's sometimes I, I'm like uh, hesitant or like I'm like maybe I shouldn't have done that he was cool right it's like sometimes I don't know yeah, who I'm inviting dudes. yeah uh, guest listed both dudes I guest listed Niles just cause I went and got us all wristbands and you had already gotten one so I'm yeah. just holding an extra one like eh, fuck it he doesn't have a ticket yet um, in, a, in a town where I don't know people I will give away guest list spots. Why not? Just I want to have my more heads to, in the venue. Of course. Just, yeah, it's like there's somebody. If we have a diehard in the area that's like, whatever, hard pressed for a ticket funds, it's like, we got you. Yeah. We, we at the very minimum, as long as we don't already have the few spots we, we get full, you're good. should not be saying this. We, I, was gonna, I was just going to stop <laughs> myself. Like, not be The DMs will be flooded for this next run. Um, shout out Ian, who brought some delicious food from Canoe. Yeah. The five-star he restaurant at which we were comped last time we were in town. So good. It was amazing. Yeah. Love that guy. The only thing that wasn't amazing was me just trying to share that happy moment. And that was also coming off of the last Atlanta trip where we had all the drama. We got thrown out of the hotel, no sleep. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? It was such a crazy, chaotic Fucking day. Fucking grown man face kid telling you, asking yeah. if you like dudes. <laughs> I'm not gay or nothing. <laughs> I was like, whoa, dude. Um, he looked like baby, Like a baby who looked like baby. Um, so yeah, anyways, that was... That was like one good saving grace of that whole trip was that fan Ian hooked us up with this amazing food. And I was, of course, texting my girl. They're like, oh, like, it's so good. I'm so glad we, something's going right on this trip. And she was like, mm, okay. Yeah. She was clearly jealous of all the good. Clearly. She wanted to be you. Right. Because I can't afford to take her. Much like Yuri to the Atlanta ticket, I can't afford to take my girl to A canoe. Lot of ladies want to be me. <laughs> Men want him. Ladies want to be him. <laughs> um, so also... We're not giving uh, guest list spots away like that for our next run with Tropidelic, which we just announced for the spring. Uh, we're going to be with them in, where is it here? Starting at the end of Feb-te- uh, February. Feb-tember. Feb-tember. <laughs> um, on uh, February 22nd, we're going to be in Bloomington, Illinois. And then uh, fucking whatever about the dates. Go find the dates on our, on our website. But we're going to be in Bloomington, Illinois, Appleton, Wisconsin, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Omaha, Nebraska, Springfield, Missouri, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Wichita, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri, uh, Des Moines, Iowa, and uh, there's a few other dates that uh, they haven't announced yet, so yeah. I'm not going to announce those either, but there's a couple other cities in the greater Midwestern-ish area that we will be joining them for. Tickets are on sale now, so if you live in or near any of those 
cities for uh, the end of February going into March. We're going to be on the road with Trop again. And uh, act now. Hell Palmer yeah! Palmersquares.com. Um, so, yeah, we got that out of the way. Boom. Did it. Done. Podcast um, over. There is some stuff that we probably should have mentioned. We should have said this. Two weeks ago. Totally. So, let's do this. We should have said this Two weeks ago. Should have said this two weeks ago. Should have said last week. Um, so, I guess, do you have anything? Yes. Uh, you- I forgot to mention how my fight at the uh, Carnival of Combat fell on the exact six-year anniversary of UFC 217, the first card I ever watched live. Subsequently, the reason I now train... Yeah. Pretty cool. I saw that the day of, and I was like, isn't this a nice little omen for yeah. like all, all of the years later from uh, Stranded in Winnipeg? Right. No more jobs to her. Our, our Dumb pe- dickhead manager. Real piece of crap. It's the one uh, like silver lining of his retardation was that we, we got, got to into see UFC. Yeah. Uh, I forget the fella's name. And he wasn't with us. Remember, we went. It's a, it was Cody. Oh, my God. And it was us, another friend's van. Can you imagine Cody. if he came with us that night? I would have no memory of the car. I would hate the UFC. Seething. <laughs> <laughs> seething mad at that dumbass. Uh, Cody. Yep. Took us to. He got me my uh my tattoo hookup right. too. Yeah. What an awesome guy. He took us to like three bars. Every bar there was a cover because they were showing the UFC card because GSP was in the main event. Yeah. That we night. just wanted dinner and a drink. And we're like the stupid fucking fight. Right. We can't get in anywhere. And finally, he was like, "All right, I'm sick of going from bar to bar. I'll just pay everybody's cover." And we were like early, so we got this little booth with our own TV. Yeah. Didn't have to stand at the bar like a bunch of dickheads. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the greatest UFC cards of all time. Two seventeen, three titles changing hands, right? Three title fights, three and news. Yeah. Um, GSP uh, comes and, back and news this week comes out of retirement <laughs> to win the middleweight championship. Uh, Canadian bar, whole place goes fucking ape shit. The walls are shaking. Yeah, it was intoxicating. Nether friends trying to pretend like he's not entertained the whole time. Yeah. Well, I, I know none of us were into fighting at the time, but we were all we were all like taking in the moment as it I, were and we were getting into point, it and he was like let's get out of here and we're like I was, no i was into it at that point but kind of peripherally peripheral peripherally peripherally <laughs> is the way <laughs> and, um, yeah you had it you know we used to listen to o and a and o and a they would always have uh ufc fighters on yeah, yeah every time they would talk about a big card coming up i'd get bored and skip ahead i would download the card the sunday morning afterward and I didn't follow it, so I wouldn't. None of it would be revealed to me at that point. I remember when they would have, or when anybody would have, like a UFC fighter on. It was so uninteresting to me because I was so not. I was disconnected from the sport altogether. I wasn't mm-hmm. a fan at all. So I'd be like, I don't know what they're talking about. This. I don't know who this John Jones character is right. that they're interviewing. Just choke Jim Norton already. <laughs> <laughs> You're jerking off to that memory years later. But um. Yeah, I would, we would. I would watch like downloaded cards. This was the first time we watched one live while it was ha- taking place, and it just so happened to be it one was of the electric. greatest cards ever. Yeah, um, good stuff. Yeah, I saw that, and I like showed you the flyer. I'm like, did you know this was like six years to the night before your fight? And I was like, this can't be anything but gas in the tank. Like, oh, yeah, this is like dude. a good like. You should go in there with that GSP. This will motivate spirit. me to go out there and land six total punches. <laughs> 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 yeah, you slipped even more though, dude. I don't know. I watched the video like two times and You're dwelling know. on it. You're living in the past, dude. Just didn't do that well. Whatever. Should have hit him way more. All I see is the Crack champ. Amico dude. landed so many more punches on Dylan, and he's and he lost. Yeah, crazy. Dylan did win that fight. The third round, if it was even going into the third, 
I gotta say, Dylan did, and I think it was mainly uh, fatigue on Crack's part. Yeah, and Crack Dylan just at least like he had no energy left. At least Dylan has been there before, right? Where it's like Crack Amico started whatever training for this event, and he was taking it seriously. But like, if Dylan wasn't, it's like he still had a couple years of Skankfest fights, even though he lost. But he's gotten in the ring and done a few rounds with people before, so. Yeah. I guess that does count for something as well. Yeah. Even in a small um, atmosphere like they had that fight, uh, the audience looked a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. Any sized audience, though, and like uh, the, the Skanks guys commentating and everything, it's nerve-wracking. And if you've never done it before, like that can take some of the wind out of your sails. But um, hats off to them. So... Uh, what else was we the last week? Oh, yeah, we forgot to listen to Flava Flav sing the national anthem, which is far <laughs> too old of news now. Uh, yeah, we can't. But that, I saw that. I got. I respect it's great. it. I recommend it. It's like highly. Roseanne doing it or whatever. You know, it's like, yeah, it's hilarious. He was better than Roseanne. Yeah. Well, he's actually a musician. <laughs> Shitty, gravelly voice or not. Um, so we wanted to put a little stamp on the uh, Amy the manager thing. Amy from the manager. Being thrown off stage in Melbourne after Man, 30 seconds. I really wish you would have held down that you suck. Me too. All the way. I also. Took you long enough, you dummy. Would have been a great addition. It's the only flaw <laughs> of that video. Yeah. Um, so. We could have edited it. We could have edited in the entire you suck, but that wouldn't have been authentic. <laughs> we wouldn't have been true to form. Uh, so there has been, like, I guess the one thing I really wanted to mention last week is that. Uh, after that whole thing um, yeah, we transpired, meant, we meant to say this. We got off stage after thirty seconds. The other <laughs> band we were uh, playing with, Dale and the Z Dubs, were not even there yet. And when they got there, they heard what happened, and they were also like, "This is fucking bullshit." You know, why don't you guys come up and just sit in with us? Yeah. And we and I was kind of at a point too where I was like, I don't want to even. Right. They don't deserve my verbal skills. No. Okay, I'm not touching that fucking microphone again. I'm getting my money. I'm having a margarita on the beach. I'm swapping shoes with a Mongol. Fuck off. <laughs> um. So there was that, and then we did get up. And we did uh, our verses from Dip, and, and Term took it a little extra mile he didn't need to do. He told me, go as long as you want. Okay, well, I, I did my, which is a long verse, our right. Dip verses. And when mine was done, I was done. Right. And then you ended and just went straight into like an unreleased verse. And I was just which like- Which is already long. I'm just walking off like, you, you <laughs> just take it from here, dude. Um, I so felt I, robbed. So I, I was thinking of that while Dale was playing, was like, all right, what's a verse that's clean enough that we could go up there and do? And then I thought, um, also, the whole run with Trop, uh, Dale specifically told us how much he liked that song Dip. Yes. He was just like, every night, man, I love that song. And I was just like, Dip right, and Dale is what I call him. We're, if we're going to um, do a song, let's do Dale's favorite. He's having us up and we'll do a rendition with him of Dip. We did that. And uh, the whole time, Amy, the manager, is just like fucking staring us down. I guess I missed most of this, but everybody was saying she was like front and center. Just sta- I saw. Yeah. She was like invisible cloak to me at that point. I'm like, I don't, I don't recognize this bitch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she was just waiting for us to say something. I changed whatever lines there were. I said, like, fuck a sloppy composition. I'm an illustrator. And I said, like, no sloppy compositions. I'm an illustrator. Because I, 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 I think if I would have said cooked. fuck, she would have came up and done the whole unplug the sound thing again. I said fuck. I'm pretty sure. I don't think you did. I don't think you have no, a, a curse. Just because you didn't, I'm going to say I did. Where, what in your verse do you say that? It's a new verse, so I don't want to reveal to the to the folks. You also don't know that you don't <laughs> swear in it. <laughs> I remember I was listening while you were rapping positive it. positive I do. You say uh, silicone titty in it, and I thought that was a little pushy. Oof. Um, anyways. Lo- Amy? You going to allow that? So when we got off What's stage, the world coming to? <laughs> uh, doing our Dale and Dip, 
we uh, we we got off, and then all the same people, these old people that Term was saying to box your fucking breakfast up, yes. you know. And and, and the reason the people that Amy's looking at them eating their breakfast and then looking back at us rapping, and she's like, "Oh God, oh God, what do I do?" Yeah. So I made a mention on our last podcast about how like anytime, and I meant to parlay it into this comment, but like anytime to people, there's an older crowd at trap shows or whatever, and they don't know us, we get the, the stank face for a song or two, and then they oh, they they're like, "Oh okay, you can see their faces change." Like, all right. Song three, these guys actually, I got to give it to them. Like, uh, right. not my cup of tea at first, but I'm 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 watching something interesting. I, I like these guys. Let me get a clip on my Old phone. Old people love cups Old of people tea. Love us, dude. We're their cup, and uh, so we got off. And then women in their 80s are like, "That was excellent." You got where are you from? And yeah. it's like this bitch Amy cut us off in the name of all of these. Like, it's a family establishment. It's like yes. every if you just give us the runway beyond 30 seconds, we'll we'll like. I know I still agree it wasn't the right venue for us. Totally, but. It's like all the people were still there, more people that she was concerned about, and every single person, just like beach bum hippie old folks were like, every that was awesome. Every single one of them. Every single one of them shook our us. hand and was like, I'd love to hear more. It's like, well, we were supposed to play more. Yeah. Most profusely, that 86-year-old woman. And then, I, I, you know, a lot of people- She wants to beat me. Pointed out fairly that like, well, what are you doing playing in a fucking canopy on the beach? And it's just like, we did ask for this show. We like, asked to be booked- on the day. I didn't ask to play a crown plaza. No, no, no. But, but we did ask for like basically anything because we right. had four shows with Trop and they ended for the weekend and we're like, if we're going to be around that area, let's book the so weekend. Desperate. But we were like, what are we going to do? Take more days off to just spend money and eat and lodging and whatever? Like, it's Saturday, Sunday. We never go to that whole um, southwest area or southeast area. Yeah. So if we're like there, so we told our guys like book us. Doesn't matter the money really. Just get us on stage on the Saturday and on the Sunday. And they did that. So I did want to mention that like we asked for it, but we had no idea that it was going to be such a fucking uh, mismatch. No. I mean, uh, so it's the like, entire wh- run. They were like, we were fire your booking about- guys. It's like no, no, no. We begged them to book us anything on Sunday. We never and told anyone about that show leading up to it without disclaiming that sure. it's going to be a weird one. I don't know what to expect. Yeah. And it went basically as, you know, <laughs> to be expected. Hey, man. So that video. You got shoes. I don't know. Yeah. I rock those every day now. Those are my new kicks. Um, Stick with Mongols. <laughs> they give me shoes. <laughs> give me shoes. Uh, and most importantly, coming out that of this whole thing. be at. That video took the fuck off of us. Like, we, we've been trying to make good content people care about and... Um, you know, it works well enough. <laughs> yeah. None of it ever gets like it's, I think that video is at like almost three hundred thousand views on the reel. And most importantly, it got us something that we've been working for for years. It's, it's why we do this. You guys, it finally happened. We are now followed. We have the coveted Red Foo from LMFAO follow. Let's go! Dude from LMFAO started <laughs> started following us off the reel, so we made it. Yeah, where are my frameless glasses at? We can quit now. <laughs> All of these efforts have been, and now we got what we need. Uh, yeah, I showed that to my girl, and she was like, I, "I don't even think she asked." I was just, and, and this would never happen, but I was like, "And I don't care for these guys' music," but I was like, "If he asked me to do a song." Tonight, I'd write it. Oh, yeah. They're, and they're not even relevant anymore. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, they had the biggest song in the world. A couple of them. Sexy and I Know It. That one. Shots. 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 Oh shots. I thought that was shots, Lil John shots, featuring, shots, but Shots. Yes. Shots. Shots. Same um, thing. Uh, yeah, those guys were huge. And like, all it takes is like, oh my God, what? This guy's following us on Instagram now? It's like, I would change my whole genre and style for him. Yeah. All he has to do is ask. 
I'd sell my soul to hang out <laughs> with Red Foo. One Red Foo feature. Um, you know, like uh, $50,000 or dinner with Red Foo? <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> I don't uh, know if there's... I don't get how that's like a trending question. I don't think there's a single person in the world who I would have dinner with over $50,000. Over $5,000. For real. It buys a lot of dinners that five grand. It's like I don't care if they're with Jay Z. I'm just I'll buy dinner with that. Yeah, because what is like what does having dinner with Jay Z guarantee you? Why does everyone think that? Clout. Because if I had dinner with Jay Z one time, I will like own Rockefeller. You next, get a story next week. That's all. You get a story that some some. I chick think might a lot of people see for. it as like I can parlay this into like being an entrepreneur, uh, giving him my pitch. First of all, no celebrity wants to hear your pitch over dinner. I'll be thinking about anything but what they're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Doodly, 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 doodly. <laughs> Is that Andre 3000's new album? <laughs> um, that album stinks, I gotta say. Well, no shit. What, you go into it thinking it was gonna be slaps? I thought I was going into it thinking that there was gonna be a hint of melody. No. It's like miracle tones. It's, I remember when I did... Uh, it's more of a I got, synthesizer got, like I saw the announcement, flute. and I was like, no way. Killer Mike's rumor from a few months ago was right. He has been cooking. He's got an album. And I'm like, oh, it's the flute stuff? Never mind. I did see Andre 3000, like a snippet of an interview. You could stop. Yours doesn't sound better than his. Uh, I saw a snippet it of an interview. sounds exactly the same. That's what the album sounds like. He was talking about why he doesn't like make rap music, or he just doesn't have like an album he's sitting on or anything, and he was just talking about like being at a different place, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck to write about. The he's colonoscopy like, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that makes sense, dude. I don't like that, though. It's fair to me, I dude. don't like the idea. How many years do you think we have left before it's like, all right, am I just going to be rapping about, yeah, getting my fucking butthole checked by my doctor now? It's like, I'm not cool. I'm not hood. Just because you get a fucking colonoscopy doesn't mean that's what you have to rap about. What, you have no opinions about well, culture? You I have think no opinions about current events anymore? You have there's no a middle ground. about the world? Just because you're 50 years old? Is he, he even 50? You know what it's 50. like. He's about to be, I guess, 48, 49. Oh, okay. But like, if you know what it's like to be out of ideas to write about and we're still like young yeah. and trying to keep up I've with the trends. I've also gotten nowhere. Right. He doesn't need to. That's the thing too. It's like he already has True. his his tenured career. Almost like uh, you know Quentin Tarantino's like one more movie and I'm out of here. It's like he did Outcast. He did his Andre and Big Boy speaker box love below shit. He did mm-hmm. Hey Ya which is wildly on when it was like the 50 years of hip hop top 50 songs ever. Hey Ya was in the top 10. I don't go for that. I, I, I'm fine with the song. It is not a top 10 hip-hop song. No, I don't You better be putting like song. mass appeal in the fucking top 10, not that. Consider that a hip-hop song, and that's not even like not. To, pop. to denigrate it at all. It's a pop song. It's a great pop song. Put it in the top 10 pop songs. Yeah. Um, so anywho, I'm not listening to that guy's album. No, He's one of my favorite rappers of all time, for sure. I, I'm not listening to that album. It's you. If you fucking goof on the things that I recommend on this show. And boy, do I. You will hate <laughs> this album. It stinks. I'm going to get this pad ready. Shut <laughs> it's not jazz. They, it's, uh, it's ambient music. Remember I, I played Miracle Tones on this show before? It's, it's Miracle Tones. I don't go for that. With some peppered flute. It's yoga music. No, thanks. It's spiritual jazz. When I watch yoga videos, they already have music. <laughs> Jesus. No, like, uh... If if this got like one kid into jazz who isn't, then awesome. That's cool. I don't care what does it as long as it gets done. 
But this isn't yeah, jazz. Yeah, but you, you're, not, not, jazz you're not really drawing a straight line from Andre's new album to them listening to Count Basie albums while they make Breakfast Like You. Just I don't go think straight to Count Basie. I don't think they're going to do that. Please. I think they're going to go straight back to Outkast. And that's the other thing is like uh, like Spotify, the desktop thing, shows you uh, plays for every song. Right. This album already has like astronomically more plays than so many classic jazz albums. Which, understandable, he's like a celebrity. Uh, those classic jazz albums... Their demographic isn't really Spotify listeners. Um, even still, there's some really brilliant stuff out there that has like 3,000 plays. And then this boring like 13-minute ambiance has like 50 million. I don't know. It's a little askew. Yeah, I'm just watching our like Spotify numbers. We haven't released anything in a while. We already went Dwindle. over this. Dwindling. Dude, they're like cut in half. Where are you guys at? Where are you guys at? I know. Everyone's taking the holidays off. Um, <laughs> the great dwindling of 2023 whatever dude <laughs> I, I know we're working so I know one day there will be another pop or two or three we got we got a single in the works it's just not done yet yeah we got a uh, we're obviously we're uh, working on Hey Ya part two as of I guess as of I guess like a, a week or two from now less than two weeks from now will be the one year since we announced our, our new album we're working Richard? on Richard <laughs> that too uh, Square Tactics 2 uh, Dro produced We are working on a new right. album We've been working on it all year And it's not done So we're going to keep working I mean, on we it We also it's done. put out a great album this year Junkyard Samurai heard. 2 Yeah And uh, we did just get a little bit of an update On the vinyl pressing We just opened one of the vinyl pressings Looks awesome It's, it's on the way uh, Long story short The factory fucked up one of the designs We have two color uh, options for the vinyl and one of them got goofed by the factory. So we wanted it out in time for Christmas. You it might be a first thing next year thing. Right. Because um, I, I would... Spend your Christmas cash. Personally, I'd like to release both colors simultaneously both rather than like have to do two waves of promo. I agree. I agree. And to give people the option rather than like let a bunch of people buy one color and then no one cares about the other color because they already got yeah. the first one. So uh, just stay tuned. It, it is taking a little longer because they basically did... We ordered two color variants and they did basically one they weren't different enough right like this isn't what we paid for so coming soon coming real soon stay tuned for that um another thing i feel like uh we'll see it's it's uh it's been a slow week i feel like maybe we'll start making uh the bits or at least the obits like a little maybe like bi-weekly right or like uh you know i, I don't know how much we need to dwell I, I i love it i'm always good for a shot for the most part but yes. um that's why i do it We've been off a week, so why don't we catch up on just Sometimes the one or two we have? a slow week. I run out there and I kill somebody <laughs> so we can drink some whiskey. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> it's all coming together. Um, all right. Let's see uh, who's in the obituaries this week, and then we'll do some fan questions. Somebody died. Now we're pouring one up in their memory. You bastard. This this week, the world said goodbye to the actress who plays Carmela's mom. Oh! Oh! She also plays Karen's mom in Goodfellas. She's most known for playing mobsters' wives' moms. Yeah, okay. The man hasn't been able to digest a decent meal in six weeks! <laughs> that lady? Suzanne Shepard. All right. Well... That's that. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, Suzanne. Was she in anything else that I would recognize? Lolita, ninety-seven. That's not the Kubrick one. Oh, she was the the fucking cunty principal 
in Uncle Buck, who he gives a quarter to go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. <laughs> Hell yeah! That's awesome. All right, well, the rats are finally gnawing that thing off of her face. I've got one here. It's not a very big celebrity. Well, maybe they were. Maybe that was a pun I didn't intend. But um, Extreme Weight Loss star Brandy Mallory found dead in Chipotle parking lot. I mean, how do you not cover this Brandy one? <laughs> Mallory in a Chipotle parking lot. She died doing what she loved most. Downing six burritos in her Honda Civic. Um, yeah, she was 40 years old. I don't know uh, what the cause was, but isn't it ironic? Don't you think? <laughs> uh, I drove to a local Chipotle around 5.53 p.m. The Chipotle. She Brandy entered the restaurant. Chipotle. Restaurant. Returned to her vehicle with her food, but never left. Did she eat it? Did she choke? Did she eat the burrito? We're assuming Could have been a choking burrito. hazard. Could have she been got it. Bowl. Obviously, she can't wait to devour that thing. Uh-huh. She's not going to start her vehicle and drive home and eat it. She needs it now. You know? Yeah. So maybe it was just like, sometimes I eat too fast. And I was like, oh, uh, choked up for a sec. A man became worried and called 911 a few hours later when he noticed the car was still there. And the woman inside, quote, did not look alert. Did not look alert. This guy doesn't look alert. A fan of the show pulled up and said she did not look like she lost an extreme amount of weight. That's when I said when I... Mouthful of uh, taco. We called the police because Richard's brains were hanging out of his forehead. I was <laughs> oh like, he doesn't look alert. Hey, Brandy's kind of cute. This is just from I the know neck you're up. I the plumpies. Hey. Well, she she lost a bunch, right? Yeah. Um, I can dig it. I can no dig foul this. play, under investigation. I'm going to go ahead and say she choked on a burrito. <laughs> on a burrito. Come on. <laughs> is this rocket science? <laughs> Look, I can put two and two together here. Uh, you truly made an impact on this world with your zest. She got a zesty burrito. Everything's food related. <laughs> she had a zesty personality. With your passion and fruit a plump for body positivity. A plump emotional sensitivity. All right, well, that sucks. R.I.P. Mallory from season four of the ABC series. Um, and then you know who did not wake up this morning? Rosalind Carter. And this is a thing we should have said. This is interesting. We should have said this six months ago. No, no, no. You know what's interesting? Jimmy's not dead yet. That's that's what's wild. Oh, when, Jimmy! When we do the obits, it's not like we're usually conducting a death pool of like expected. But that one, you did. Yeah. There was a thing about him going into hospice or having a stroke or something. And you were like, he's not making it till next week's obits. Right. And he did. And we mentioned weeks later he that he never died. And came over to died. our fucking our March 11th show. Of course. <laughs> Lupe, him. They were there. Chance. <laughs> <laughs> Hoisted up Jimmy Carter. We had a fucking Jimmy Carter chant going with Chance and Lupe. Um, Remember that? Yeah. Sabin and Pivot came out and did Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> they Live. let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that the other day. So funny and crazy that you did that. I asked if we could remix. <laughs> There's like a 10-year-old fire song from Pivot Gang led by Saba, and it was called Jimmy. And Do it, it was in the hood like Jimmy. Dedicated to their friend who was locked up at the time, and uh, the beat was dope. The song was dope. It had a very cool style about it. And then, yeah, we saw Saba at a listening party, and Term goes up. Where are the balls on you now? We need those balls are back, we, dude. I really need those balls <laughs> again. You just went up and you're like, yo, like, let me pull you aside for a sec. Got a question. You know that song, Jimmy, you did? I really like these. Like, yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks. He's like, you're like, could I get the beat? Here's the thing. <laughs> I'll do it better. I was thinking we could remix <laughs> that very personal song about your friend who's locked up. And Saba's response, classic. He just goes, oh, shit, uh, I'm going to have to ask Jimmy. 
I think he said <laughs> you're gonna have to talk to Jimmy about that, or right. I think he said I would have to ask Jimmy. Can I get the number as, to the Cook is, County facility? As hard of a no as you can give <laughs> without just giving a hard no. Um, yeah, that's hilarious. That that was a hard no to, from Savage. That was the nicest no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see what Jimmy thinks. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's all I got. Rest in peace to all those lost. Come on, there's no more than that. I'm I'm satisfied. With three. You didn't even pull up once. I don't have anything to pull up. What? You want to take the last little sip of this Boy, Epoch? Yeah, you can have it. I had a schwig the other day when I was working in here. Epoch. Uh, let me l- run through my little thing here. Okay. Yada, yada, don't know him. Habity, habity, uh, yada, yada, don't know him. Habity, habity, habity. Um, guy who directed a couple episodes of The Twilight Zone. Party Rock is in the house tonight. Um, dude, we're done. It's fine. Um, it's chill. Um, Seth, it's chill. <laughs> we're we're going to find one in here. Okay. George Cohen, the founder of McDonald's Canada. No. What? How like is said, Ray Kroc not still the founder of McDonald's in Canada? Politics. All right. We're done, right? And we're done uh, now? Uh, the lady who sang, Mr. Big Stuff, who do you think you are, Mr. Big Stuff? I mean, yeah, that's more deserving than the fucking Canadian McDonald's guy. Exactly. Canadian uh, she Ray won a Croc. fucking... Oh, no, she was just nominated for a Grammy. Speaking of nominated for a Grammy... I don't know. I feel like we should save that for Patreon. Okay. Just because I want to do some fan questions on this All half. All right. But yeah, the Grammy nominations for Best Rap. Best everything, um, including best rap song. It's, it's nuts. Pretty fucking obnoxious. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is, uh, I'll just say that one of the nominees includes Andre Three Thousand, and I think he should win. Yeah, it's the best song of the. So of it's the interesting list. that he's like, I I can't write raps anymore. Although I wrote a rap this year, I don't think, and I think it should win a Grammy. Here's my shitty. I don't food think album. he's pleading for the Grammy as much as Killer Mike's team is, and uh, one feature verse is different. And Andre comes up every like couple of years with a dope feature that really stands out because he's so silent. Otherwise, right. I just don't think he has like a 15 track album's worth of shit to say. No, I'm it. just saying it's interesting that you have uh, the chops to write what I think is a Grammy worthy, for sure, is a verse on a Grammy worthy song. Uh, but all you can put out is a flute album. That kind of sucks. Yeah, I just thought, you know, in the last five years, you haven't seen Andre 3000 without that flute in his fucking hands. He's been using it. I expected more is all I'm saying. Listen to that thing. There's no there's right. no riff. There's no melody. He's no Ron Burgundy, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's do this. It's time for Fan Questions. It's time for Fan Questions. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Finish the bottle. It's not enough, honestly. Rosalind deserves more than that. Um, I got a personal bottle of Jameson we can tap into between shows, I guess. Um, Somebody writes in, says two super quick questions. First one. Hurry up. Term fam on fam feud. Please explain. Chop, chop. Uh, we mentioned this not that long ago. Oh, that wasn't on the show last week. It was no, after we that recorded. Was after. Which um, I I swear this year maybe over the summer or something we mentioned because you've said before how your dad's side of the family your dad and uncles did an episode of Family Feud years yes, ago yes and you've told some stories about what they tell you about the it Zamost boys were on Family Feud and I never got to see it nobody's seen it and we were, we were like they don't give them a link you can't find it you don't know what episode number nothing and I nothing. said like one day we're gonna be hanging out 
or I'll be watching it. It's always like my default. I'm going to make dinner. I'll throw some family feud on for an it, episode. And lately, I feel like we've been ramping up the feud. Lot, yeah. When we're on the road, if we go to the hotel, it started where's when, Feud at? Where's Game Show Network? When at? I was in Vegas with Melina a month before Skankfest, I just Game Show Network stayed on, and I just took that home. I was like, All It's right. the best like background in yeah. a hotel is Game Show Network. So it happened... And we were hanging out in Florida, and I get up to take a piss. I swear, it's like, I, I, I regret, you want to talk about not holding down the you suck for Amy. I regret so much not going with my instinct, which was, I already knew it before they said your dad's we family. We both had this weird, uh, what would you call it? Um, what's that Hunch. movie with uh, John Cusack? Uh, we, had a, we had a 1408. <laughs> <laughs> it's a code 1408 in the police. We had a serendipitous moment where we both were like, uh, Steve Harvey goes, and from Chicago, Illinois. It was before that. And but when he said Chicago, Illinois, my in my brain, I went the Zemos family. I was turning the corner to take a piss, and I hear him say like, and we just watched an episode with this family that one, and that was the next one. Folks, got a good show for you today. I'm your man, Steve Harvey. <laughs> so he says, uh, he says, uh, we we're returning. It's the champs, the black family, and I look, and they're a family of. Black individuals. And my dad did say you've told me that, that they, one detail. Yeah, it's well, a, they almost always pit a white family against a black family, or like two different raced families. Years ago, when you told reason. me about your dad going on the show, years ago, you said, and they played against uh, a a black family whose name the was the Blacks. Black, yes, and that they won, and my dad didn't get even like a single. They, our team didn't get a single point. Right, and it was just like they said it was a big disaster. So I'm turning around the corner to take a piss, and I hear. It's the black family. And I like, I'm like, they are a black family. Didn't Seth mm. say? And as I'm still going to the... And I should have like poked my head around. And I'm like, dude, this could be the one. Like, because yeah. that was in my head. And then I just keep going. And as I'm pissing, I hear, from Chicago, it's the Zamos. And like, now I'm in a different room than you. And I'm still going like, what? Yeah. What? I mean, granted, the room you're in is 11 feet away from me. We, we, we should have been together. I know. We should have been moment. holding hands. <laughs> I was so stoked, dude. I've been waiting years for this. Really have. And... um yeah, like I was told, they did pretty terribly. Here's the thing. you I guess they must have painted the picture worse because I've got it all secondhand, a third hand, I guess, from you and, and what they've told you. And they did because their experience, and anyone on Family Feud's experience, is not what you see when watching the show. My dad gave me all these details about how uh, irritating of an experience it was. They did the first round where they got the, the question wrong or whatever, and the other team got uh, the question right. He, and then he says they took a straight-up hour break while they're all still on stage, like at their stations. Yeah. And they broke for an hour while the production team did whatever, and Steve Harvey like entertained the audience and told jokes and just like talked to people in the audience. Shouldn't they have done that just for warm-up? And so, so these are things that you don't see... Uh, whereas like I don't know that'll throw you off where in between questions you have to just like stand there in some ill-fitting suit my dad also blames the fact that they were all wearing suits I don't know why it's uncomfortable for them yeah and that's just a not natural They're attire jeans and t-shirt family I don't think you, can you wear jeans and a no, t-shirt everybody's always they, wearing like, make you yeah but he was saying like uh, you the, have to dress like you're going to you church you don't have to wear the jacket so they should have gone blazerless uh, but he was saying, like, the team before this them... sounds meaningless to was, their like, loss. Uh, these, like, Texans who got to wear, like, their own vests and cowboy hats and whatever. Um, I would love to see my dad in a vest and a cowboy <laughs> hat. But, yeah, they also, like... My my dad and my uncles are all fucking, like, stoners. They're, like, kind of like me. You made it sound like they never got... Like, they, that their answers were ridiculous. And I watched the episode and... It Gotta Most, say, they were fine answers for a few. The questions kind of sucked, and they the just answers lost. on the board were shitty. 
Yeah. Uh, a few of their answers were great answers, and they just weren't on the board. I thought they played it well. They just happened to lose to the defending champs on like their fourth game or whatever. Right. So, kind of doomed from the start. But also, like, uh, I'm pretty sure my dad said they were like all of them were like high on edibles. Um, yeah. They have to do. You can tell they did pretty good, all things considered. Then they you can tell that um, on Family Feud, any of those game shows, there's all these production notes that you're given about like being animated and act more excited. Yeah. That's why people come off like fucking l- like lunatics. Yo, I was watching one the other day, and the family they went with some whatever the answer was. It was name something you wouldn't want to have in your mouth or something. And then the dad, the first guy in line, goes penis. And then the son, fifth guy in line, starts going penis, Steve. <laughs> penis, penis, <laughs> penis. <laughs> your, dad, Steve, your, dad, penis. your dad could never do that. No, um, and there was a couple points where I could like see my dad putting on like a phony like uh, trying as hard as he could, just being more animated. Which is they not got very the answer hard. wrong. You got to like put your hand on your head and be like, oh, yeah. I was like, I know my dad. You got to be a big overactor. I know that was not genuine. Body <laughs> yeah, your dad language. was like, whatever, dude. You win. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they did pretty terribly. There was the question where it was like, name something that your wife loves more than you, and then your uncle goes, booze. And then Steve Harvey does the like, oh, It's a good what? answer. That's a great answer. That's a it, great family feud answer. If he would have said wine, it would have been good answer. But they were like, whoa, what's he? That's going to be a fight. Right. Which it probably was. <laughs> and which, well, come on, it's true. I'll give you the insights, Kenny. I know my hand. <laughs> I know my hand, and that's a true answer. Also, that was one of those questions where it's like, so name something that your wife loves more than you. Half of them thought that it meant something that you don't enjoy as much as your wife does. The other half of them thought it meant something your wife values more right. than she values you. It could go either way. So my dad and my cousin Brian both they had great answers. The wrong way. Our kids and our pets. Perfect answers. Right. Uh, and then it got into the weeds with the booze. My uncle Mitchell said, "It's so said funny that sex. you're like you don't care. You're you're the son, and you're like perfect answer. Something that my <laughs> your wife loves more than you. It's like your dad saying he doesn't love you. My as mom much. loves and he's him like, perfect, way more than my dad. Perfect, great answer, <laughs> great answer, dad. <laughs> and then my uncle Mitchell says sex, and I know for a fact. No, he said uh, uh, some of that uh, sex there. Getting Steve. down, getting Steve. down. <laughs> he said getting down getting and down having down. some of that sex." That was the weirdest. I know answer. for a fact my uncle Mitchell was interpreting it as something my something your wife enjoys more than you enjoy. Yeah. Oh, that, so he was giving himself big ups. Like she enjoys it more than me because I can give her the business. Something like that. I know I that like was. That. I, I know that's actually that a good answer. Was his angle? It's up there, Steve. Good answer. Just more of the fucking like stoned. We're not all on the same page. <laughs> Zamos behavior. Uh, so that was a very cool moment that we can't relive. It was wonderful. Just happening. A, a, a lot of times, I got I, it on my uh, YouTube. Oh, we TV, immediately. DVR. I'm like toiling to DVR so we could. I guess I could have pulled it up. You for missed this. a whole question because you brought up your laptop to try. And it wasn't working de- because I was on Florida. We're uh, in Florida channels, and for some reason, mine was on Chicago. Yeah. Don't try to make Explain sense of that. it, folks. <laughs> Explain that to me. Uh, so that was awesome. And the fact that we were together, because I would assume one day I'd be making dinner and yes. it would be on my TV and I'd have to text you like, turn on channel, whatever. If I was home alone, would have been way less enjoyable. Uh, super quick question from Craig, but pretty long answer from us. Here's yes. the second one. It says, uh, term also delivered pizza to Mila Kunis, but didn't say much. Please give details. Thanks, fellas. Love, Craig from Kansas. <coughs> I didn't well, deliver pizza to her. This is not when I was a delivery guy. You you served her table. Or? I was I was just a server in a restaurant. Well, that servers also deliver the pizza. food. Servers deliver the food. I was a food runner actually, not so, a server. So that's all I did was deliver the food. Take that, Craig, you dumb bitch. No, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not right. Yeah, I, I used to work at this restaurant, Cortino, in downtown Chicago, which is kind of a ritzy... Um, Honestly, the last few times we've been there, it seems way less ritzy. Well, last time we sat out on the street, because it was a nice night, and we were with our <laughs> ladies, and I thought it was a great idea, and then I didn't take into consideration there'd be like garbage trucks driving past with their smell, and so I was like, well, yeah. let's take it inside. Even, even still- it Made it feel less ritzy. Every, like the past handful of times I've been there, it's like, uh, I don't know, it's like lost some of its prestige. They got- they like, Yeah, the whole world. They let just anybody be the fucking manager there now. You don't see celebrities or anything. Uh, but when I worked there, it was high class. I, I delivered a pizza to the guy from Rage Against the Machine. It was a tomato soup. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Tom Morello loves his tomato soup. Um, Mila Kunis was dining in one of the private rooms with her mom and her sister. And it's one of those jobs where, yeah, I was like, uh, I like called it. I was like, whenever their food is ready, I have to be the one who gets to bring it to her. And you I did. It. And I brought a pizza to Mila Kunis, who was mid-conversation with her mother, and I looked her in the eyes, Mila Kunis. Yeah. Tried to tried to make some some little optical magic happen, you know? Term was like, here's your pizza. Uh, Shut the fuck <laughs> up! <laughs> um, she was like, took you long enough, you dummy. <laughs> took you long enough, you dummy. <laughs> I, got, I got verbally abused numerous times at that restaurant. Um, it would be cool from her, though. Usually from the head chef. I'd let her give me a tongue lashing. Oof. Usually from the staff in general. And that was the, like the worst part is someone's food might have sat there for 30 seconds, and the chef calls me a fucking moron. Yeah. I'm I, into that now. Because I grabbed a spoon uh, before a fork or yeah. whatever. It's chef culture. And Since you've been gone, I've gotten really into Gordon Ramsay shows. Hell yeah. I've always been a, Hell's, or, um, a Kitchen Nightmares guy. It's hilarious. Yeah. But uh, I just started watching Hell's Kitchen. I find it to be a terrific alternative to like what I got from Ink Master. Yeah. It's Elimination so much fun. show. Oh, it's great. And yeah, 30 seconds if it's up there and the garnish isn't served. Shut it down! And you're supposed to grab one of the silverware before the other. I don't know what sense that makes, but... He's, he's taking the plates that are just like... They're still fine and edible and just mushing them into the chests of the chefs that prepared it. This guy would berate me. I'm loving it. And then I would bring the food to the table and the person would like... I would watch. I would set it down. They don't care that it just came there. And then I would stand there and watch and it was like five minutes go by. The person didn't even pick up their fork. Yeah. What are you yelling at me for? said it's not an urgent matter anyway i brought the pizza to mila kunis we both uh made eye contact for one whole second that was a very <laughs> very this to her very good second in my life <laughs> and, um, that was the one good second in your life <laughs> and then i left the room can't get that one back and she finished the pizza with her mom and they paid the bill and left hell yeah but taking when I called dibs on the pizza, I was like, I had this whole future. I would have gone for the mom in in mind of like, she's gonna think I'm cute. I'm gonna make a little remark. She's gonna want <sighs> my number. Pathetic. We're gonna hang dumb, out. Dumb. I'm dumb. gonna hook up with Mila Kunis. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna pull a old. Julian Assange and take the condom off when she's not looking. <laughs> Squirt a baby in her. <laughs> you really thought this through. Yeah. Um. Let's see if we can squeeze it. Should have just squirted a baby on her pizza and. Let's see if we can squirt in one more question here. Um, well, this one just I can read it real quick. He's asking about a No More Jobs vinyl because he thinks it's uh, some of our best work and it deserves its day in the sun. No. 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 Don't know the likelihood of that, but I will just use that as an opportunity to mention once more. Junkyard Samurai, double side. Junkyard 1, side A. Junkyard 2, side B. Oh, it's so cool. It, it, this, this first copy we've got, 
the first of the two styles. It looks fucking terrific. And uh, we're going to sign some inserts and have a limited uh, run of the, the signed inserts included. If you want those, it'll probably be a few bucks extra. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Stay tuned for those. Those are definitely coming next, and they will have their day in the sun. Um, yeah, I can answer this kid's question with one word. No. <laughs> and here is a very short voicemail. Hey, Term. What's up? Stony Broke is great, you fucking idiot. Yeah! Hell yeah! Those have a lot of growth. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no, I have to side with him. I could refute that with one word. No! And I can refute that with another word. Yeah! Uh, all right, thank we you, callers. all day. Um... So, yeah, I already said where we're going to be. Go to palmersquares.com slash tour, and all you need to know right now is if you're in the Pacific Northwest, Portland, Vancouver, Seattle, we're going to be there uh, early December, December 7th through 10th. Don't miss those shows. Uh, we're going to wrap a whole bunch and hang out with you folks. I can't We're going to smoke wait. fentanyl with the locals on the sidewalk. Yes. Um, we are going to stop at one of those free car vacuum places to vacuum all the broken glass out of the back seat of our rental that will yes, definitely be broken into with all of our belongings stolen. Um, I was going to say earlier, this is the first time I did get the insurance for our rental car. Because it's a short trip. Usually we're on the road. Short for trips like a are normally month. like we definitely don't need the insurance, but yeah, given yeah. the the we're on neighborhoods the road for fucking two months, it's like I don't want to pay ten dollars a day for something no. I'm not even going to use. Going to Portland, San Fran, and Vancouver, we should definitely get coverage for the windows of our <laughs> rental car, just in case. I did just I knocked on the wood, but I did just say how we have a great track record, and that's usually an omen that it might be coming to a close. Yeah, uh, better safe than sorry. More but so yeah, the Walking wait. Dead in those cities. Can't wait for these shows. Um, they're coming up real quick. Basically a week and a half away. So we'll see you there, guys. Um, TPS Sports Podcast at gmail.com and 708-797-3079. Give us a call. Write in. Ask us anything. We've got a few more voicemails we'll address on the Patreon half, as well as some other stuff that's going on in the world. Shitty Grammy rap song nominations. Uh, one of the worst verses from a rapper I've ever heard. I want to play some of because it's funny to me. So I honestly join us think over there. that it wouldn't be that bad of a verse if any other rapper spit it. For sure. He's bad. Yeah. It's not even... <laughs> it's I mean, nuts. maybe the verse sucks. I can't really make any of it out. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get to the bottom of this on Patreon. Uh, speaking of Patreon, there's like, I don't know, at least 30 hours of exclusive podcast there, including months worth of exclusive video uploads now. So sign on up. Throw us a freaking bone here, and uh, if you're not ready to do that, the first 10 minutes of every uh, audio episode are right. free to listen to if right. you want a preview of whatever we start with. Um, if you don't want to throw us a bone, perhaps you can mail one to our P.O. box, which was empty after being away for an entire month, and it breaks my heart. You blew it! Dude, I so thought when I was turning that key, I was like fucking plethora of mail You're about to pour out from the P.O. box. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, I'll stop there. I don't know why. Uh, Palmer Squares, P.O. Box 47772, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. Please, for the love of God, send me send me a pencil. Send me something. It's holiday season, guys. I don't know. I'd rather not have... A, I'd rather have nothing than a pencil. Just don't waste the shipping. Um, anywho... Uh, I should have mentioned we have one more show besides the Pacific Northwest before the end of the year, and that's with Mike Pinto in Chicago at the Cubby Bear between Christmas and New Year's. It's on December 28th. Tickets on sale now. PalmerSquares.com. Hell yeah! Um, and like I said, we're going to be on tour with Trop in the spring, and uh, stay tuned for more dates with that. Get tickets now. 
Wisconsin. Yeah. You might uh, want to get some tickets now. Michigan. Illinois. Things are happening, you guys. Nebraska. Missouri. We're going to these places, guys. So come see us with Tropidelic. And I believe UBI. Reunited. UBI will be on a handful of those shows. A couple of them that he's not. Correct. But a couple of them he is. Uh, who, who's the other band that uh, we're going to be with? Uh, uh, Mother of Shit. They are called Mother, Mother of Shit. Fucking, oh, Ballyhoo. We played with those guys before. Oh, right. They changed their name I was going to say Quasi-Kings, but that's who we just rocked with in, in uh, Dude, they rule. Tennessee. Yeah. That fucking group, good group of fellas. Whole lot of love cover. Yeah. That dude wailed. Sounded just like Robert Plant. I hopped up and did a verse during one of their songs, and it was uh, a lot of fun. They, felt, they, felt they like wailed. It. And... Uh, I don't know, it's just not a fella who, when you look at him, you would imagine... It's like the Palmer Squares of jamming. Bust out fucking Robert Plant, a whole lot of love lyrics. So, we won't or be vocals, with them rather. in the spring. It'll be Ballyhoo, but uh, yeah. shout out Quasi-Kings. They were really good. They're awesome. Um, um, yeah, I guess that's about it. Besides that. Um, that. Um, yeah, go to palmersquares.com. You can get tickets to any one of those shows with Trop next year and... Clearly labeled right on all of the dates. We'll tell you which ones are with UBI and which ones are with Ballyhoo. Yeah, it's funny. Everybody was responding to the ones that we aren't on. Where it says on it, you know, it's a Cali Vibes Fest. It's like, you guys are going to be in Long Beach. I'm like, no. Yeah, learn how to read <laughs> a fucking key thing. Those are always confusing. and I don't like posting them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, anywho, I guess that's about it. What else here? Like, what do we dude, got here? Dude, you didn't fucking realize that that one doesn't have... Uh, and, uh, uh, eat, uh, <laughs> let's end this episode <laughs> and, and move on. Exclamation <laughs> point next to it or whatever. All right. Um, I uh, suppose that's it. Let's get out of here with a new release from our pal, uh, S. Reedy. Sreedy. Sreedy. Uh, the creator, the originator of the fan questions jingle. Um, this is Off the Pavement. Yeah, dude, we already heard S. Reedy today. <laughs> Enough of him already. <laughs> uh, enjoy Off the Pavement by S. Reedy. I'll put the uh, official music video in the link. In the bio, click the link rather, or stream it now. And uh, besides that, Kill come on over to Patreon right now. Let's get it started. Please. Off the pavement, put my heart into it tight. Be Oklahoma boy, I'm never switching size. My name ain't Lincoln Riley. Compromising isn't something I can comprehend. My heart is torn apart, that everything I start will come to end. Bent, break ultimately, just forget it. There's a lesson here, I reckon that you trash your adolescence. Said it and I meant it. X's on my hands and understand I fit descriptions that are more than just aesthetic. My mug is warm, my spirit lifted on to higher planes. My love is long, my soul is trudging on to brighter days. My heart is saved, the mice in me are men. I paint the image of myself so all you bums will never get the chance. Sometimes I'm scared to be the bearer of the missiles. Don't think therapy can stop me holding guns to my ambitions. Even worse, my words can never put you in my mental. I guess sometimes healing hurts and pain can really clean your vision. Grace me with the glimpses, save me from my senses If morals fall apart, then let me starve from my intention Idly, I can be a vessel of retention Mustard seed situations, moving mountains, how I've listened Listen, where the hell is quick? It's Elefino, slept three hours on the street To rock a show in Colorado The voices that I follow kills the past that I created And I meditate to free me of my own selfish ways What's the stakes? Cause I refuse to say I can't No percentage of me snake Cause I'm from Norman, not Durant What's the... Ain't got no time to write a chorus I'd still be writing poems if there were no one here to notice Ain't got no time to write a chorus I'd still be writing poems if there were no one here to notice 
Man, I feel like DJ Lucas, let me tie my top I represent the city, not the mayor, not the cops My nana died, she said she's proud of me But honestly, she never saw me blow up And that kinda hurts an awful lot To be so weary of your whereabouts Really makes you narrow all the things you actually care about And here and now won't be remembered And I can't write a word that's gonna live until forever Can you feel it in the moment? When you're breathing, can you hold it? Ain't got no time to write a chorus I'd still be writing poems if there were no one here to notice Bet!